0: Yo we're back. we're back with back another at it. with another it, like
1: some crap.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're addicted to consistency, and Conquist. that's what 2024 is gonna be about. We're, so gonna, we're gonna push it for we're we're pushing for consistency. No drugs. Drugs are bad. Welcome back to the podcast though. We are two guys that debate love talk about, sports. Love talking, talking sports, sports and debate. Hot hot takes from time to time. Sometimes, not my nice. name. My name is John. The other guy has a name now. I'm gonna let him say, <laughs> My name is Michael,
1: co host of the 1497 podcast, and nice. we
0: welcome you to
1: another episode.
0: Yeah, we don't have any sponsors yet. The sponsors no. are coming soon. It's coming soon, so like,
1: let's keep watching, keep sharing, liking, comment. Yeah. Like we said, if you want, if you got a question, to ask us about what our opinions are. Feel free to DM us at one four nine seven podcast or a personal IG. I let him say my, his own, but mine is knvg underscore z a
0: n z j o n dot k e e t o n. The DM me about Jordan Love because he's going to be the best quarterback in the NFC North within five years. That actually speaks to our next first topic of the day. Actually.
1: <laughs> I titled it The Cowboys LMAO Because Jesus Christ You know what? Give credit What Cravers do and you called it You said Jordan Love Masterclass I said I don't really see it but you said Jordan Love Masterclass and boy oh boy That was a Masterclass
0: Did you see his sidearm and the zone? Bro His throwing mechanic it,
1: That was such a ridiculous right. Throw it's that was amazing. such a great. That was a great throw. It I, is. That was. I didn't watch the no. game, but that throw, I'm just like, how did he? That's a, a Matt Stafford type throw. Stafford just bullet, just straight. I'm like, oh my god, like, that's just. It was just beautiful to watch.
0: It's just beautiful to watch the Cowboys just melt down. Because like when, at, at a point in time, you're thinking to yourself. Okay, Dak's gonna get it together because like, right. especially, after that, especially after the first,
1: yeah. first quarter. I'm like, oh, I, I saw the score after the first. I was like, oh, they're gonna get it together. I said they're gonna come back. They're at home, so they got this. Then I see he throws a pick six, making it 27-0. I'm like, uh they're doing, they're actually doing this. But one thing I will say, let's if you are a stat watcher, I promise you this is not a game you need to look at stats because Dak Prescott stats are. Over or not correct, the game was out of reach in that fourth quarter. And the Cowboys do what the Cowboys do that stat padded that whole fourth quarter because that's why he was he had a touchdown and two interceptions before the fourth quarter, and that's when he stat padded to make it get like his 300 yards. If you're a stat watcher, that's not a game you should stat watch, that's a game you actually have to look at the film and look. That it was 40 something to like 17. And started that fourth quarter, and the Packers were just playing to not lose, which they should, because you're up 417. You should run the ball and get the top, not clock out. Cowboys, they got blown out. That game was not close. The game was not close. And to make it even worse, they're bringing back Mike McCarthy. I
0: don't understand it. Like, you only have two playoff wins as an and ornament against teams you should beat. Literally. Like, who did they beat? No, he has only one playoff win. Cause they beat Seattle, and that like was Jack-
1: before. That wasn't Mike McCarthy.
0: Oh, they, that was that was before Mike
1: McCarthy. That was before Mike McCarthy. That was oh, Jason Garrett. Oh, oh who he beat, beat the Buccaneers last year. Kay. Brady's last year. Does that and even then- count? That's it. That's it. That's it. That's literally it. Wow! So he only has
0: one playoff win under because because
1: think, think about it—he's made the playoffs this year, the year before, and the year before that. His first year, they were decimated with injuries because that got hurt, so they oh, missed yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Second year, they played the Niners in the wild card at home and they lost. Oh yeah. Second year, that's when they beat the Buccaneers in the in the wild card in Tampa. Then they lose to the Niners on the road. This year, they get the second seed, by the way, and blow it to the Packers. Well, not blow it—they choke. Well, that's not really choking because you know had to lead. That was really more what ain't the bed. That's pretty much what they did. They went to bed.
0: And you could tell that they <laughs> they <laughs> lost themselves because Jair Alexander did some dickhead shit where he was like C D Lamb. Dak was throwing the C D oh, Lamb. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, complete. Yeah. And Jair yeah. Alexander just pushes him. Yeah, you yeah, know, he pushed CD and CD and do a thing. Cause
1: he know what they lose. He hold them. Once you let a man do that to you, you know you won. And they won. They destroyed the Cowboys. It was hilarious to watch, and I love to see it. Cause now, now, guess what? We get a better, we get a better uh division around the Buccaneers and the Lions. I actually like that. I actually like that, cause the Lions get another playoff game. They get another playoff game, and. Na- it's just better for the playoffs to see the Cowboys lose. I don't want to see a Cowboys-Niners. I'd rather, I'd rather see the Lions because at least it's somebody different. At least somebody different. But I still believe it's the Niners division to lose. I, def- I mean, top, yeah. I, I still think it's the Niners conference to lose. Especially with the Eagles and the Cowboys out. I say, yeah, this is the Niners conference to lose. Even though the Niners destroy the Eagles and the Cowboys. Isn't crazy? They both were talking trash to each other all year round just to both blow it. I mean, but the Eagles, we knew that was going to happen. Because, yeah. Because they've been imploding for like the past seven weeks. But, but the crazy thing is, it was 16-9. I was watching that game like 11 minutes left in the third. I said the Eagles can still win this and then it just got ugly. It got bad. Very, very fast. It's and they come on fire Nick Sarayan. I'm like,
0: what's up with just team? just quit the with fans quit the fire their coaches? Because like I get the implosion part of firing right. him, but like at the like, same time, y'all just, y'all went was just in, in the Super Bowl, Bowl last year. It's like the biggest the biggest thing that was about that team that was like, okay, this is a huge red flag was their defensive secondary. Second, it's their secondary. Their
1: and secondary then, was so bad.
0: On top of that, it's the offensive play calling. Because I don't even think Sirianni was calling the you gotta offense. You got
1: to think about, it. Think about it. They lost a court offensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator. But, to be fair, to be fair, their defense DBs got worse. Because they lost C.J. Gardner. James Bradbury completely flipped. He is terrible. He he completely flipped because last year he was at least good. He was pretty good. He was a pretty good corner. I wouldn't say he was bad. I mean, yeah, you can still argue that. The defensive line made them good. Okay, that can be true. Two things can be true. But this year, he was all time bad. He was all time bad. But that secondary was terrible. Even after adding Kevin Byer, that secondary was still terrible. So, they do probably have to do some adjustments with that. Their defensive line wasn't as dominant as it was last year. Definitely wasn't as dominant as it was last year. The offensive line wasn't as physically imposing as it was last year either. In their run game, that was the biggest problem, is because they couldn't run the ball like they could last year. And Hurts, at the halfway point had the same amount of turns he had last year. Yeah. That's already a red flag. Because why does he have this many? Was already the last year. That's a red flag. They can't run the ball. The offensive line is not as good. Your, your defensive line is not as good. Your DBs are bad. You lose an offensive and defensive coordinator. It's just a disaster season. But guess what? They were 10 and 1, and they only lost to the Jets. It hurts through like two interceptions. And he threw yeah, he threw like two interceptions, and it was a bad game. And the Jets are a really good defense. So people was like the 10-1, they only lose to the Jets, who are a good defense. That's not really something we should worry about. The 10 and 1. They're Super Bowl contenders. But guess what? Like Shannon Sharp said, don't accept nothing in a win. You wouldn't accept in a loss. And all those those 11, 12 weeks, they were it was the same problems the final seven weeks of the season, but nobody said nothing because they were winning. Winning masks a lot of things. And it it sucks. That they just got destroyed on Baker Mayfield because now I have to eat my words and say he was a terrible quarterback because he lit them up. But we'll see against the Lions how he plays. Not saying I'm doubting him, but let's see. If he does this again, then we'll. I take back everything I said about Baker Mayfield being garbage. Because remember, because I know remember when <laughs> we were making fun of him because he was, him and Kyle Trask were battling.
0: <laughs> we definitely were. Remember, he forgot threw about that. Did he throw like a duck pass? He threw like a, yeah, he threw chunk. he threw a couple he threw a couple passes where we were just clowning him, and we was like, yeah,
1: "It's gonna be ugly." I mean, they finished nine eight, they finished nine, at eight. They finished nine at eight, they finished season three and one, and they win the division and they beat the Eagles at home. Gotta give credit where credit's due, but the Eagles and the Cowboys don't fire. I mean, McCarthy, I think, should be fired.
0: Yeah, because that's.
1: <laughs> When you have Bill Belichick sitting there, but guess what? I don't want to see Bill as the Cowboys' coach because he doesn't fit that. He doesn't really fit that kind of culture. Because I feel like he's going to change that whole shit. He would. Change. He has to go somewhere where they need a culture change. That's why I say the
0: Chargers are perfect. Atlanta. I th- that's crazy that you said that because I li- I was literally thinking about that. As you were talking about. Because
1: he's got a second interview in Atlanta. I'm like, if he's interested in Atlanta, I'm like, I mean, I don't know. They don't have to get an actual offensive coordinator. They don't have to get a good one.
0: Cause defensively Cause defensively he's got it. They they would be so good defensively. And then yeah. offensively, I feel like if you bring in a guy like like I saw the Bears interview Cliff Kingsbury today, like if he is still on the loom, or I saw him the Kingsbury,
1: on the Josh McDaniels. Yeah. Josh McDaniels is pretty good,
0: and he was good when he was with Belichick as an OC.
1: Right, McDaniels. If we let Bill O'Brien go, Bill O'Brien's a good offense coordinator. You see, the thing is, is that the only reason why we weren't as good last year with Bill O'Brien, because Bill Bryan's a good offensive coordinator, is simply because we don't have the weapons. The Falcons have the weapons. The problem is they had a guy who didn't want to use the weapons. He wanted to use everybody else. Yeah. He, he has a knife and a spoon, but he wants to use the plastic little <laughs> something. He wants to use his plastic, but, he, but they have a, he has a metal fork and spoon, but he wants to use the plastic ones that keep breaking. Like, what's like, why? And I'm glad I was Smith. That was probably close. I was like, "Oh, he, to go, he needs to go." But I don't know that that Cowboys that that, that oh man, it still has me smiling just noticing that they're out. So I don't have to deal with their insufferable fan base. But the Eagles, I feel bad for, because I thought they were going to least. I thought it was going to be Eagles Niners again, but. We know that's not going to happen. Clearly, it probably would be even worse than what the Bucks did. That's well, the game, was,
0: what would out. be, what would be crazy? I'm not about to cut you off, but what would be crazy is if we get an NFC North championship game. Lions, Green Bay in Detroit. You know how wild that shit would be if if <laughs> if Green
1: Bay beats the Niners. Do you know the conversations people are going to be having about Rodgers? Huh. Do you know the conversations they're going to have about Rodgers? They're going to be like, you're letting a guy so they're going to start, the conversation is going to be, we should have been played Jordan Love. Because Rodgers couldn't beat these dudes.
0: Because like, I think the 49ers are going to come in timid. And I think the Packers are going to come in the same way they came against Dallas, where it's like, they have nothing to lose, and they're just going to put everything they have out there. Now, they're playing a way better team. The Cowboys. On, on paper. Way, a way better coach team, a more disciplined team. Yeah, but Cause, cause I really Cowboys, hope love huh? plays low. Love, loves. I hope, hope, hope love play as well.
1: Though. Do I expect them to win? No. No. Do I expect them to win? No. I think it's a blowout. If Jordan Love plays bad, it's going to be a blowout. But yeah. if he's playing well, I don't think it will be a blowout. It will probably be like 28, 19, 21, something like that. Something, something in that realm. I don't think that's the tough part is that It's the tough part. I mean, the Packers killed Micah Parsons without a sack. But the Niners have like
0: three dudes. Who can get they to got the Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Armstead, Armstead. In uh
1: Javon Hargaret.
0: And Jv- that's Javon
1: Hargrave. So that's four guys. A beefy D-line. Toss. <laughs> uh, 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 I was talking about uh, the other club against I didn't, expect, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be close. Especially how it started off. It was a shooter at first. I'm like, okay, I like this. It's going to be like 40 something 40. 40. And <laughs> I mean, you know what? Going back to the original quote, don't accept something that'll, that'll win. You're accepting a loss. Yeah, I think about it. Joe Flacco was turning the ball over at least once every game that he played. Yeah, you're like, well, but we're winning. Your defense is good. Well, that defense got it annihilated by a CJ. And Flacco didn't make it any better Kept turning the ball over
0: So I'm like geez. Nico Collins It's nice It's really good Do you think the Texans Can pull off another Upset against Baltimore? On Baltimore?
1: I will say For sure They don't. They're not going to have Marlon Humphrey. He's ruled out. Oh. He got ruled out today. Mark
0: Andrews is questionable. Will they have Kyle Hamilton?
1: Yeah. They'll have Marcus and Kyle Hamilton ready to go. It's just they won't have Marlon Humphrey this week.
0: Yikes.
1: Yikes. It's. CJ's going against another tough defense. He's going up another tough defense, but the difference is, Baltimore's Lamar's not turning the ball over like Flacco is. They're going to run the ball and pass it. They're running pass. They're going to they're going to make the safest possible. And, and think about it, Lamar can escape. He can take. He can if you mess up. He can take it all the way to seventy yards on you, forty thirty yards touchdown. So it's like. This is a different team. And people will be like, well, this is not the same Texas team for week one, but this isn't the same Ravens team for week one. Yeah. Because the Ravens were rusty. Lamar was playing. He played terrible in week one. He played terrible in week one. People was already like, yeah, this offense ain't going to work. He's going to, he's a, di- they're different. Do I think the Houston can win? They got a chance, but a lot of things are have to fall their way. I mean, they're going to need another division around Titans-like game where the receivers are dropping the ball and they're going to need somebody to dominate on offense for the Texans. Nico Collins will have to go off again for them to beat the Ravens. But I don't want that to happen because I want to see Lamar win the ring because if Lamar loses this weekend... My God, the conversations are going to get nasty. They're going to get fucking nasty. It's going to get real bad. They're going to start saying guys like Dak are better than this guy. And I'm going to be like, oh, God, we're not doing this. They're going to say, like, this. he's a two-time MVP with only one playoff win. And I'm going to be like, you can't say nothing to defend that. You can't. You really can't. But, ah, man, I think Ravens should win. They should win.
0: They should win. I'm leaning Ravens 85, Texans 15. 15. See, for me, I'm kind of stuck in the middle because I don't know how this Texans defense is really going to stop Lamar Jackson. Because, like, Lamar Jackson is such a dual threat at quarterback like they were (laughs) able to keep kareem hunt and jerome ford in check but with lamar you have to worry so much about him getting in open space and then you have to worry so much about is he going to throw it before he reaches over the line of scrimmage in that open space i think the biggest thing in this game is going to be the tight ends. So if Mark Andrews plays, I would give the edge more to the Ravens because, one, they're at home. I
1: mean, if he doesn't play, Isaiah
0: likely is still pretty damn. He's still pretty good. Yeah, and I think when you, have a verti- when you have vertical threats like that and you have another option that you can give it to that will move you down the field, then it's hard for your team to really be stopped unless you're getting three and outs, unless you're getting turnovers. And without no Marlon Humphrey is not going to be an easy task as well because then it gives someone like Noah Brown a time to shine. And the way that CJ has been looking is going to be, I think it's going to be a great game, but I think I will lean towards Baltimore because Baltimore is just, so much more well rounded, they're so there.
1: well rounded.
0: Yeah, it's
1: just so well rounded, man. It's just it's hard to really. And then, and then, like, I feel like they have a point to prove that they're not that same Baltimore team from years ago that guy that blew it to the Titans and not that same team. And I understand because they got a point to prove, but they're gonna come in there. I won't be They they're gonna come in and try to put their foot down immediately.
0: Yeah,
1: and they that's what they should do, but. Hopefully a good game. Better than a wild card weekend because there was only one close game all weekend. And that was Rams-Lions. Yeah. Speaking of Rams-Lions, that's, that was a great game. It's a great game.
0: But the Rams got robbed. Oh yeah, most definitely. That was a
1: pass interference.
0: That was you know, defensive holding
1: too. It was two flags right there. But you know the script, man. They got to let the Lions win. They got to. The guess course against Stafford. And then I seen a lot of people online, they're like, Rams fans shouldn't complain. You remember the uh, the non-pass interference call?
0: Oh, my God. That is so true. I didn't even think about that. I was watching, that game. That, when you I was that, watching that game, too. You
1: know, it's crazy. You don't understand how hyped I was because I like, <laughs> I right. was, like I was like, I was in shock. I'm like, why did he just do that? And I seen no flag. I was like, well, <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, but at the end Whoopsie of the day, daisy. you Well, but the thing is, at the end of the day, people talk about that like they didn't go on the overtime, and Drew Brees threw a tur-
0: interception. Yeah, so they still had an
1: opportunity to win. to win it, and that's before the Josh Allen rule. Yeah, I'm calling the Josh Allen rule because he complained okay. for it, and still hasn't won an overtime game. By the way, I oh won five. Literally, they got the ball first. He's going to the touchdown. The game's over. But you threw a pick, and guess what? Now the Rams kick a field goal and go to the Super Bowl. And guess what? They got their karma. They lost.
0: Not only that, that field goal was like because I remember it that was like a, it was a good fifty. Yard. It was fifty yards. It was a 50 yeah, yard field goal. like that field goal was deep. deep. That was that was
1: deep field. So it's like. I get it, because I'll be mad, too, that to I get that call, because if you get that call, they get a field. I think they get a, they would get a field. No. If they got that call, they would probably score the touchdown, and then it would have been game over. But no, nope, they don't get the call, so they only kick a field goal, and the Rams kick a field goal, get the OT. So I'm like, I get it, but at the same time, yeah, I get it, because you're like, whoa, that's karma. If you're talking about team getting karma, Cowboys got karma. Cause
0: Cowboys got Got something that will never be defined.
1: That's that was ridiculous, but it was a great game. That was a great game. Happy for Detroit. Happy for Detroit because they deserve that. They've been bad for so long, and then they got the Pistons. <laughs> oh man, it's rough for Detroit, man. You gotta have something. You, you gotta ask something.
0: You like have something. I, I knew the lines were going to come out and win because Eminem with like his like you know how they like they do like the little like hype up thing for like NBC or whatever like they had Eminem just like talk about like the lines and stuff and like the little intro that got me hyped up to play (laughs) so I was like of of course they're going to win why would you lose in front of Eminem man I think it's
1: a loss in front of hometown people so A lot of teams lost from hometown people. But... What was the last game? Chiefs. Oh. Do we really got to bring that up? Because, like, we called it. Yeah. From, like, mid season the Dolphins were frauds. And then, what, what excuse are you going to use? They had Raheem. They had Devon A.K. They had, they had Tua healthy. They had. What's his name? They had. I forgot his name. They had about Tyreek? Tyreek. They had Tyreek. They had a uh, Waddle. What excuse are you gonna say?
0: Well, offensive line wasn't good. You knew that. Like the only cold, thing, it was cold. You know that. The only thing that I'll give them the benefit of the doubt is they didn't have Jalen Phillips nor Bradley Chubb, so they weren't you, getting any pressure. But at all. you
1: knew that. You knew that. You knew that going into the game, so I don't want really to hear you use this as excuse. If it was close game, I understand, but it wasn't close. Tua literally got bailed out from Tyreek being such a great athlete because he underthrew that ball, and Tyreek still made a play for a touchdown. If Tyreek isn't such a great athlete, they're probably stuck at zero points the rest of the game. So... I mean, I expect that to happen. Hundred percent. The Dolphins were frauds. They, them and the Cowboys, were frauds. And it's just hilarious how they faced each other this year. So it's like a fraud bowl. The fraud. A fraud Who, ball. Who's the more? Who's the more fraudulent team? And it was the Cowboys because they lost, but, but they got blown. But both teams got blown out of the wild card. Again, that was that was hilarious because like two approved showed to you he can't play the cold. Tyree got locked up. Waddle got locked up. And the Chiefs stopped them in the in game. So they made two. I mean, to be fair, I will say Mike McDaniel did not trust Tua because they kept throwing a bunch of screen passes, and that's not how you win games. Yeah. But to be fair, what happened to start the game? Tua threw a deep ball, and it got picked off. So Mike McDaniel was like, okay. You, as a head coach, you have to game plan around your quarterback's deficiencies. And you know Tua does not have an arm talent like Mahomes, Josh Allen, or like those upper shot guys. So you have to game plan around that. So the screen pass, intermediate, intermediate routes, short routes, but guess what? The Chiefs knew that was coming, and they shut all that down, and they got nothing. And when they did go for the deep, deep passes, too they, they were not completing so that's that's the result of, that's the result 726 that's the result of it and I, must, I saw somebody say Mike McDaniel needs to get fired I'm like what is I was
0: mean- just about to bring that up too because my my brother asked me he was like should Mike McDaniel get fired And I was like nah because like he's in a situation where he's impacted so much with Tua with Ty, their Ty- culture, Ty-reek. with Tyreek, where if you get rid, if you're getting rid of someone, you would get rid of Tua, but you're not in a position to do that because you're not in a position to get a good quarterback. So then if you got rid of Tua, you would just have the same production. So that it wouldn't even make sense to get rid of Tua.
1: And we got. I don't understand what it is with fans that every time you lose a playoff game. Fire the head coach. coach got to go. The coach's got to go. Yes. Coaches do have like Dallas. Oh, that's definitely on Mike McCarthy and Dak. That's different. Sirianni in the Eagles. That's not on Siri. I did not say Siri. <laughs> <laughs> Sirianni. Do you need hope? <laughs> that's same exactly what you did. With Nick, that's not his fault entirely to say he gets fired. Because think about it. He's not coaching the defense. He can't control how good the offensive line is. The running game, I mean, you brought in Swift. And Swift, to most people, was better than uh, Miles Sanders. Which I agree, Swift is better than Miles Sanders. You brought in Swift, and you're thinking the running game is better. And it looked good. And then it stopped being good after, like, the first four weeks. So it was like, can you really blame Sarayana completely because the offense falls apart and the defense falls apart? Yes, you can. But not like not like the Cowboys. That was a team that was not prepared, unserious, and just was going through the motions. So that's not something I blame. The Steelers, I'm not blaming Mike Tomlin
0: at all. They didn't have T.J. Yeah. Watt. because They didn't have T.J. Watt. Even... When you don't have a team, because this has been the trend for Mike Tomlin for the past four years, doesn't have a quarterback. They don't have a team that you think to yourself, This is going to be the first year that he goes under 500, and somehow, some way, he always gathers wins together and sneaks them to, into the playoffs. Now, like you're saying, they're getting blown out in those playoff games, but he still has the ability. To get them in the playoffs and like against the Bills, they were in that game for the majority it was 30, of the time.
1: 31 17, and they're doing that without TJ Watt, who's the defensive. Well, I don't think he's gonna be defensive. Because they're a, probably out. a good Miles Garrett, but they probably should give it to TJ. Yeah. But, but it's like, how do you explain... Like, TJ Watt is a playmaker on the defensive end that would have made a difference? But how do you expect? Him to be the he literally hasn't had a good quarterback since the 2018 season. That was Big Ben's last year before he tore the thing in his elbow, and after that, Big Ben was never the same quarterback. So it's like, how can you really judge him off that? You can't judge him off that. I'm sorry. I mean, Gary, you can say, well, he hasn't won a playoff game since 2016, but he hasn't had a good quarterback for like four seasons. Kenny Pickett, it? it's terrible. Mason Rudolph is not a core. It's not a starting quarterback, and Trubisky ain't a starting quarterback either. So it's like you really you can't win this league without a quarterback. You cannot. You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible. Well, the last time think about it, the last time you even seen a mid-tier quarterback do something in the playoffs was Jimmy. But guess what? You have Kyle Shanahan, and you have Debo, George Kittle, and you've got an elite run game with a great offensive line and an elite defense on the other side. Yeah, you could get away with a mid-tier quarterback, but when you don't have the run game, the offensive line, you have the receivers, but you don't have a quarterback who can get them the ball yeah. like Jimmy did, or you don't have the offensive coordinator that can scheme them guys open like Kyle Shanahan can. So... I'm not saying Thomas GFR. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Now, how long can he keep this up? Not long because as a management, I would get tired of just making the playoffs and losing, getting blown out, and just people keep using the excuse. Well, he doesn't have a quarterback. Well, get him a quarterback. You got to get him a quarterback.
0: Yeah, and like Mike, Mike Tomlin is at the point of his career where – he won a Super Bowl, and he constantly brings a roster that doesn't necessarily give him the biggest benefit of going deep in the playoffs into the playoffs where they shouldn't be in the playoffs every single year where it's like I think you can just let Mike honestly retire if this keeps going up because, like, you've seen him succeed at such high levels. let just agree a part ways, like, Bill. Yeah, like, I think it's not like a Mike McCarthy situation where you literally have everything handed to you. You have a great offensive line. You have a good enough quarterback. You have a good enough running game. You have a good enough receiving core with Brandon Cooks added. Let's not forget about that. And their defense. And you time and time again... You, have you, were, you were literally Sorry, you haven't
1: game. you haven't lost a home playoff game since last year in week one. And you get f- almost a 50 bomb put on your head by like uh, technically a first year quarterback starting who has been throwing the ball to literally but
0: nothing but second and first year receivers. And I saw a crazy stat about that where they're literally like first and second in almost like every single like category which is insane because like like you said most of them are first and second year guys out here balling so hopefully it's a good game against surface oh
1: yeah i think they're the youngest team in the league
0: yeah like, are, they're, I, think they're the I think they're yeah they're the youngest team they're the youngest team to ever make the playoffs and then I think they were, like, obviously the youngest team to win a playoff game oh, on the road.
1: Yeah, Shao's the youngest
0: quarterback to
1: uh, win a playoff game. He's the youngest quarterback to win a playoff game. What? Yeah, man, this is rough. But let's talk about the main events of this weekend. Josh versus Mahomes, part three in the playoffs.
0: I'm scared. I'm but so we're scared. in
1: Buffalo this time. We're in Buffalo this time. You guys barely you guys beat them because of Terrace Tony's brain malfunction.
0: I hope it happens again. He's probably not gonna play BNS <laughs>
1: again. He's probably not gonna be <laughs> in that situation again. His brain malfunction if you really think about it, his brain malfunction is the main reason y'all are even the second seed. Yeah. He if he doesn't do that, the it's flipped. It's flipped.
0: That and don't forget about Valdez-Scantlin dropping the a, dropping a pass to that the Eagles, game. too.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that true. That's true. That's true, But How do I think it's going to go? I mean, I don't know because this isn't the same Holmes offense. But, and this is Josh Allen against elite defense. And this guy, this guy, man. I'm telling you, man, you're either getting CTE Josh or we're getting MVP
0: Josh. I think and I hope I I really hope we get MVP, Josh, because he's going against a good quarterback and we know how he plays when he goes against a great quarterback. Yeah. And on top of that, I think he knows how important this game is to the fan base of Bills Mafia, because this is the first time that we are getting Patrick Mahomes at the crib. And I think this is probably going to be the last time that we get him at the crib. So if we're able to get the job done, because I don't even think Gabriel Davis is going to play. So this means that Stephon Diggs needs to step up and we need to actually give Stephon Diggs the ball because weirdly enough when we miss on giving Stefan Diggs the ball we're able to give all the other guys the ball, Dalton Kincaid, Dawson Knox, Trent Sheffield and so on and so forth and they ball out. So I, I don't know the weirdness behind that but The biggest thing is going to be minimizing Patrick Mahomes into giving the ball to Travis Kelsey and making Rasheed Rice implement that he is going to be the number one receiver from here on out. If we can do those two things, I think we'll be able to win win this game. And they got to know that the Chiefs are going to want to blitz a lot. So we have to beat them mm-hmm. at their own game. So if we're able to get good per good good field position on um, first and second down to set up like third and short, I think we could also win the game in that category because it's going to be hard to blitz on third and two versus like third and nine.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. <sighs> Josh turns ball over. It's,
1: it's gonna I mean, even if he does turn the ball over, Mahomes is gonna get some pretty good defense in the Bills. And he they struggle to put up points on the Dolphins defense without a couple guys missing because their offense is so meh. It's not as explosive as it used to be like it usually is, but I don't know, man. It's the same thing with Dolphins. I don't I can't say I mean yeah, I knew the Dolphins was gonna lose, but I didn't say it was gonna be a blowout but yeah oh, man, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah this is my own first road playoff game the first time not playing the arrowhead unless it was a super Bowl so this is gonna be different for him and it's different for let's but hey man I so for a good game I so for a good game man and either way we're gonna get either way if the Ravens handle business, we're going to get a great championship game team, great quarterbacks. We're going to get Lamar versus the Holmes, or Lamar versus Josh Allen. Lamar, get his revenge against Josh Allen from two years ago when they beat them in Buffalo, which I'm taking Baltimore, by the way, because Josh Allen's definitely turning the ball over against Baltimore. He's for sure turning the ball over against Baltimore. I know it's one thing. If y'all make the Super Bowl, I'm disappearing that week.
0: I'm not I'm not. I'm I'ma Super go back to what I said on that episode um, on the Super Bowl and uh, win the Super Bowl and I'ma just have that. I'm just I'm gonna just play it on repeat.
1: If y'all win the Super Bowl I wanna like good bet. If y'all win the Super Bowl, I will get some Bills attire or something like that. And we're for an episode and I, will, and I will post on my Instagram. Congrats to
0: the Bills. Sincere <sighs>
1: Pat's fan. But if you just don't
0: <laughs> I, I'm going AWOL. I, I will the only people that will see me is my professors in class. I will not I will not talk to a soul. Well trust me, man. This boy is ready. That trust, my, my phone this, my phone is going to be on dND sure trust me it
1: is, it's ready it's ready all I gotta do is just spark it I so, it's no. so you. trust me I'm gonna at you on Haji <laughs> snap I'm gonna ask you a message
0: because <laughs> I already got already got a cheese fan and then my brother's ah. a cheese fan so if How does that even
1: work? He's a Chiefs fan, you're a Bills fan. How does that even work? I know y'all like that's
0: ain't that weird. We were we were going at it. I remember the the game that we blew the lead in 13 seconds. We were literally going at each other. Like we were watching it in different rooms. Like all you would hear is my cheering, and then I would quiet down, he would start cheering, then I would then he would quiet down, and I would start cheering. And then once the cheese won, I was so sick in my stomach. I couldn't <laughs> like the first time that we played them at Arrowhead when they beat the when they beat the living crap out of us, I was literally so hurt that I would continued watching the game and I just I literally just sat there thought to myself, damn <laughs> damn like I literally had no words I was so hurt
1: my brother's a Saints fan.
0: A Saints fan. Oh, yeah. When?
1: He's always been a Saint. He's been a Saint. I mean, he was a he was a Seahawks fan back then. Then he switched to the Saints. I don't know why. I forgot that. I forgot it was recently. I said the Saints. I said that's interesting.
0: That is I,
1: interesting. One of my people, I my sister asked me, what are you freezing? Who are you like? feeling like Bears? I said Patriots." My brother was like, "Still." I was like, "Yeah, I ain't no bandwagon. Got so to
0: stick, stick through. Got to stick through.
1: Even though we are in the mud right now, bro." On Twitter, I seen Jeremy's response about the of things. Somebody responded, "Say, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, it's a clan party." Comments. I looked at comments. I said, "Of course, of course, they're gonna do that." Like
0: I said, it's Boston. No, yeah. I, Man, I really,
1: they're already talking about if they're if we are good this year, he should get fired. I'm like, What?
0: No, yeah. what's up with boss. what's up
1: what's up with blackhead coaches getting a job and if they're not good immediately, If they should get fired. Like they get a year and that's it. But you got guys like Matt Patricia and Josh McDaniels who get second and third chances when they've been horrible with first, second, and the third.
0: I need to start watching Hard Knocks because there's just no way that a GM is looking Mike. There's no way Jerry Jones is looking at Mike McCarthy in the face and goes, "Oh yeah, you can come back." What?
1: You literally just lost a rookie quarterback.
0: Mike McCarthy is was only one a Super Bowl because of Aaron Rodgers, and they had a top ten defense. It's hard to fuck that up. It's hard to mess that up. You have to be a real tool to mess that up. Literally, you got to be P. Carroll to mess that up.
1: If <laughs> hey, P. Carroll still got a Super Bowl, though.
0: He do. He where do. he
1: absolutely destroyed the greatest offense of all time. So, yeah, you could be like, well, he, he took the ball away from Marshawn. Well, he put a 43 and kept the greatest offense of all time. Seven points. So, at the same time, yeah. You could say he ruined the dynasty, but, hey, He got a ring. I don't think he gives a. My ring, McCarthy, ring, ring. well. You say my is gonna say the same thing. Well, I got a ring. I don't care. Well, P. Carroll's not coaching anymore. P. Carroll's like seventy. My cards is like 50, 60 something. So, Sean McVay want a ring, but well, that's because his. Well, ring, Sean McVay's a genius. His. I'm saying Sean McVay got a ring at like 35, 36. He's offensive philosophy is amazing. You can't say Sean is not the reason they won a ring. Well, now nah, you can't say he did not play a part in them winning a winner. He absolutely played a part in them winning a ring.
0: Like, I've never been so impressed by a drive that was being constantly thrown to one person the whole drive and the defense had no answer. It was crazy. Cooper Cup, bro. He was bro. Cooper
1: Cup was a wait. Did he even play in that Lions game? Because I swear he was a
0: no show. No, yeah, he did. They just he didn't. He didn't get the ball because he got the only. The only thing that was like shown from him was in the red zone where they tried to give him the ball, like I think twice. in the red zone one was an overthrow. The second one was an. Well, I mean, they were both incompletions, but one of them was like got batted down and uh, then. I think there's a third pass play that made an attempt to give them the ball and then they had to kick a field goal.
1: I knew Kyron Williams wasn't gonna go off because the Lions have a great run defense. I knew Kyron Williams wasn't gonna go off like he usually does. If if the Ram if the Lions and Kyron Williams go off, yeah, the Rams was gonna blow them out. Because because the, clearly they couldn't stop Puka. They could not stop Puka, And the Rams have twenty three points. If you let the Rams get their running game going, oh. Oh man, it was gonna be pretty. It was gonna be pretty bad. But that's the Rams. They got first round pick this year, man.
0: Yeah, first, finally. First,
1: first time since like 2016, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. To not have a first round pick since 2016 and have a Super Bowl and to win 10 games—that's impressive for
0: them. I'm glad for the Rams. I am, yeah. too. I, I thought they were going to be the bottom of the barrel. They proved me I wrong. I didn't
1: think they was going to be bottom of the barrel, but I didn't think they was going to be a wild card team. I thought they was going to be like the third in the division, but they I told you the Cardinals were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. You ain't oh, going to yeah,
0: believe they, me.
1: They, you said you you name a defensive lineman other Aaron Donald. Well, guess what? Another defensive lineman had nine and a half sacks. Hmm,
0: that was wrong. Yeah. I was wrong.
1: And they got a fifth-round receiver who, <laughs> who turned into one of the bad one of the better rookie receiver seasons of all time. And Matthew Man. Stafford looked like Matthew Stafford and Kyron Williams turned
0: a Todd Girl. I hope I hope they keep that up. I really do. I was wrong. I was wrong. Yeah, and you're gonna keep being wrong. But shut up.
1: Because you don't do your own homework. That's your problem. Do your own homework on, on the rounds. But that was our last football topic today. We don't have that much to talk about. But I mean, basketball, I was only can think of one thing to talk about because it really basketball. Ain't nothing really
0: going on with basketball. I'm oh, before stuff. we get into the NBA, I saw an article in class today that was yeah. crazy. So, what? Check this out. So, TCU's women basketball has been forfeiting games because mm-hmm. they yeah. haven't been having the players, or they haven't been having like players like, Eligible to play. Not like grade trouble, but like they've been dealt with with so many injuries. So they opened up a walk on tryout to the whole school because they need players desperately. And no one is talking about it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you know I saw that I saw that, post. About I saw that post I swear like early but I didn't know they were having open walk on trial I, didn't know that. I did not know that I did not know that
0: like that's interesting literally cause like they'll actually play too so like imagine just be like oh yeah let me go hoop for TCU and then <laughs> you actually play and you do good too Tuh!
1: Hmm. Hey, let's get to this last topic and call it a day. Ask out to Indiana. How do you feel about that? I love it for Indiana because Indiana now has a better wing guy. They have a wing guy who has championship experience. That's the second best option on that Raptors team. Tyrese. Siakam's stock is going to go up because He's the only wing guy that needs the ball in Indiana. Yeah, yeah, Tyrese is gonna be main ball handler, but but Siakam is gonna get a lot score a lot more because well, Tyrese I expect his scoring load to drop because he doesn't have to score as much, but his assists are gonna be still high because Siakam is he runs the fast break, he can shoot, he's elusive, and Siakam can pass, rebound. And think about it, they literally have five guys who can shoot on the floor. That's that's it. that's amazing for a team. You have five guys who can shoot the three ball. So that means that means if they run a five out, Tyrese is actually one of the best ISO scorers in the league. Oh Jesus. Do I think they're gonna be I think they won't be a first round exit based on who they play. They play the Knicks. If Mr. Robinson is not back, I think I'm taking the Pacers.
0: And I like the Pacers in that matchup, too, because... I like it. But if the Pacers play
1: Bucks, the you know what? Actually, that's a good conversation. Because they they were destroying the Bucks without Pascal. Now they have Pascal.
0: I think they beat the Milwaukee Bucks Because, like, they have no one... Giannis can't do it all. Giannis and can't do it all. And that's going to be hard. And you got
1: to think about it. For the Pacers, for the... For the Bucks, the Bucks are have to keep up with the Pacers offensively, and we've seen the Bucks not be able to do that. Like if you, I mean, yeah, if if it's a, if he comes a defensive battle, I'm taking the Bucks. If it comes a defensive battle, I'm taking the Bucks. But somehow the Pacers just own. They beat the Bucks four out of five times this year. That's that's not no. That's not like. Oh, that's the regular season. No, that's pretty glaring to beat a team four times and five tries. Yeah, granted, one game was in the A-season tournament, but still, that's okay. Who, who cares? It still counts But four out of five times. And that's Tyrese by himself beating the Bucks four out of five times. You just gave him an All Star, twenty three point game guy who plays defense, championship has championship experience. Elusive, and he's an all around guy. Can pass, rebound, score it, shoot it. So it's like, I love it. I love it for the Pacers. For three first round picks is where you get it gets a little rocky for me. But I'm like, hey, you, hey, when you've got a young talented point guard like that, you have to go get guys like that. You have to do that because you don't want to make him feel like they're not going to do nothing to help me try to win. You got to do that because. Forgot who they? Who still? Look at Trey. What? What has Trey got? Nothing. Trey hasn't got nothing. Who hasn't? Who else hasn't been surrounded with any type of talent? Oh. Trying to think.
0: I mean, for a time, damn in Portland. in yeah, Portland. But look
1: at the Kings. They got De'Aaron and Sabonis. Luca. They got him. Kyrie. And they had Brunson before that. SGA, they drafted Shed. when you have a young guard, you yeah. gotta you gotta get guys who can compliment him. And Siakam's perfect, because Siakam's not a guy who needs the ball. Like, give me ball. He doesn't mean he's not like that. He's He'd get his touches when we used to. He's a guy who can impact the game with 19 points because he'll get you probably 10 rebounds, he'll get you 8 assists, get you a steal, block. it plays play some defense. So it's like Siakam's the perfect guy. He's going to be perfect. Yeah, Siakam, Siakam, OG, guys like that are like perfect blue guys because they do
0: a lot of the little things that you, that, you know, that you appreciate. And that's what matters. And that's so important, too, because... With Miles Turner, he can really rely on being just a predominant rim protector when it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, because you had Obi Toppin next to him. Yeah. (laughs) Obi Obi Toppin's not a (laughs) defender. On top of that, the Pacers, they give up three first-round picks, but you still have a wonderful bench, and you still keep all your bench pieces intact. The only people you gave up was Obi Toppin and
1: Bruce Brown. And Bruce Brown, you're gonna give up anyway because you overpaid for him, man. crazy. Tony yeah, million,
0: you overpaid for him, but but his stock was his. Stock was, you just come off. You just came off a championship. The 20 overpaid.
1: Him. They were smart, and they traded him for an all star type guy. Yeah. So, and they got rid of Obi Toppin, who a lot of people say was soft. <laughs> off, but hey, good job for the Pacers, man. Even more, I don't like the Pacers because I'm a homie Pacers fan and I don't like them, but I don't like Coach either because of him. But that's that's besides the point. Shout out to the Pacers. I hope they don't mess with them because I like Tyrese. I, I like Howard. He's a he's like a CP3 to me, he's like the new age CP3 to me, except he's not the defender. CP3 is he's definitely
0: yeah.
1: he's one of the worst defenders of the league. Just had mention that, but uh. The Raptors, I give them an A. The Pacers, I give an A. The Pelicans, I mean, they got cash. That's about it. So that's yeah. not a it's not like a bad thing, because they got they got rid of people for cash. So I think it was a great trade on both sides. The Raptors, they now they've gone in full rebo mode. Cool with quickly. With quickly, RJ and Scotty. They're in full rebo mode. So and they just got three extra first round picks, so I don't think it was a bad trade. It was it was a pretty good trade on both ends. I don't. Th- I mean, the future will see. Future will see. The only way it's a bad trade for the Pacers is if Siakam doesn't resign. That's the only way. If Siakam doesn't resign, it was a bad trade.
0: And that's just- what I was. That's what I was telling my homie. But I think because my homie said. That he wanted, he wanted, he really wanted to be a pacer. I think Uh, the only thing that goes haywired in that is like you get him off of a rental and you're risking the possibility of him going to a team that's like, hey, well, you're in Indiana with Tyrese Halliburton. That's cool. But what if I pair you with LeBron and AD? Or what if I pair you with Luka Doncic, and give you more money over time? So they just gotta hope that doesn't happen. But I think that they, they already have a plan of, all right. Well, let's get you re-signed so we can have a good time.
1: Yeah, they should. They should. Siakam's pretty good, dude. Respectful. What? That is all we got for y'all today. Yeah, it was pretty short, not that long for the podcast. Well, it's the NFL playoffs. We talk about the playoffs and the NBA. Ain't much really going on that's worth really noting.
0: Yeah.
1: Too much. I mean, not my opinion because the playoffs going on. My focus is the NFL right now because I love it much better. Even though it's the no fun league sometimes. It's
0: the no fun league. You ain't never lie about that. No Subscribe. To the podcast on all podcasting platforms.
1: Like, comment, share. Share share share, share. share,
0: share, share, share. Share, share, share. Like you're talking about stocks. I don't know where that, anywho, know where that Okay. Yeah, uh, the, anywho. <laughs> all right. Follow the podcast of 1497 podcast. <laughs> we'll be back next week to talk about whether CJ Stroud wins, Lamar Jackson wins, Josh Allen going to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen winning the Super Bowl. First of all, Josh Allen's going to beat and whoever's in the AFC Championship first week talk about Super Bowl. you right. You're right. Josh Allen Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. This guy. Ah.